Welcome to Trash Podcast, where we make garbage. But hey, it's got cute cats. <laughs> this is season one, episode two. In this episode, even more conflict. Way too much conflict. I'm like, I'm having a heart attack from all the conflict. Stuff happens. Just you wait. I am, um, I am, you know, what is my name? I, oh, right, Papyrus. Papyrus. Now that is a pretty cool name. What's your name? My name is Smidgey. Smidgey. Smidgey and Papyrus are here and there, right? And there are other people in this episode. We got two more voice actors, but they're lame, so they're not here for the intro. Uh, oh, well. True. Anyway, we're just going to go ahead and get started. So sit back, relax, and get ready for an awesome episode. In three, right. two, one, go. The sun is sinking into the earth. Bright hues of red and orange coating the sky before they melt away into a dim noir of the night. Light winds comb through the tops of the trees, shifting through them with a dance-like way. Sunset is a very holy time, when the moon is heralded by the beautiful display of a dying sun. Umbra was hoping to be on her favorite branch, gazing at its wonders, but instead she finds herself walking through the forest of tiny trees towards a black scar in the night that is the church. She turned towards her companion, a small black crow. Corvus? This trip is further than I thought. Alas, the moon has comfort brought. I'd moan that we won't make it back in time. It looks like we won't make it back at all. Her Majesty has sent us out to die. I see she isn't such a pretty doll. Set not this undeath sight to curse my eye. Now hark, this wicked quest we take up now. To live, a horrid fate we must defy. I deem we flee to someplace else somehow. No, no, you know what would go down. Think of our families and our friends, if not ourselves her wicked crown. Would have them meet their sticky ends. I know, I know, it plagued me so. Why must we bear this dreadful load? Our state from birth was just bad luck. We were born serfs and now we're fucked. <laughs> I can't keep doing this. <laughs> me neither, I mean. But how do our nobles do it all day long? I get they're doing it formally, but for everything? They probably stop when they're not in public. <laughs> well, probably, but they're... Seriously, we are really screwed. I know. If one of those plays about a sudden savior appearing out of nowhere was ever true, it'd be really great right now. Yeah, savior. Anxiously, the two friends tread onward to meet their unfortunate fate. Miles away, two cats sit next to a large bush speckled with flowers. One is clearly anxious, licking her lips nervously, while the other seems to simply be in a very bad mood. So bad she can't stand to sit any longer and has to pace around her sister like a spinning knee. Lily Pansy, dear, why in the world did you bring her back? What do you mean? We finally have the chance to get rid of that cursed child. We've squandered it. Actually helping her? I know she's not the best, but I'm not going to let a fellow cat sit and bleed out. How could you possibly say that after taking her dead weight off my paws and watching her since the past moon? You've dealt with her. You know how awful she is. Just because she can be annoying and ungrateful doesn't mean she should be left to rot. You know it's not just that. You know what happened. You know what she did. Interrupting Hassian Rose, a small bed cat steps out of the bramble and brushes past the leaves and the beautiful flowers of the bush. Her small stature and bright yellow fur contrast with that of Hassian Rose, the large she-cat with a deep blue pelt and piercing orange eyes. Your, uh, your daughter is doing very well considering what happened. She appears to have been very lucky. The wound is quite shallow, and we heal with no time. Honestly, the worst wound was one she received with the shock of what happened. Whatever it was, it gave her quite the scare. 
Anyway, she's awake, but still quite sensitive. So try to be careful, okay? Understood. We'll take care when checking on her. The two cats squeeze into the bush, coming into a small space beneath it. Only slivers of life shine through the leaves. They illuminate Woodpult's coat and a broken sprinkling of light. She looks so small, curled into a little ball, her fur unkept and several cobwebs pasted to her chest. She hears someone coming and slowly opens her eyes to gaze at the entrance. Her eyes brighten at the sight of Lily Pansy patting her. Lily Pansy, uh, I'm, I'm sorry for what happened. It, it was my fault. Don't say that. You were attacked. If anything, it's my fault for not being there. Wilpolt is about to respond when Hessian Rose steps in, glowering at her. Her face falling, Wilpolt turns away, unable to face her mother's piercing eyes. Don't apologize for something that was entirely her fault, Lily dear. The only thing you should regret is that you helped her live. Hyacinth Rose, stop that. She's already stressed and you're only making it worse. So what? After all she's done, she deserves far more stress than this. But- There is no but. Now let's get out of here. We've checked on Wiltpaw. Sadly, she's alive. So there's really no more point to sit around in this cramped little bush. Fine. Will Paul watches her mother storm out of the bush, trying to hold back tears. Lily Pansy follows her out, giving Will Paul one more little sympathetic glance before squeezing out after her sister. Will Paul sits alone, choking back tears as the sun sets and washes away the golden cracks of light inside the bush with inky darkness. Now, only the moon shines over the forest of sleeping creatures and cats, but not all of them are sleeping. There is a place where the moonlight seems to have no effect. But the trees are made of pure shadow, surrounding an imposing stone church that sits in wait, forsaken by its makers. The dark silence is broken slightly by a sharp cry of pain, emerging from deep within the belly of the church's cold stone frame. Flesh blood seeps into the cracks of the tiles lining the floor, already staying red from constant showers of crimson death. A towering, brutish cat, more beast than feline, removes his claws from the side of the bruised and clawed heap of flesh beneath him. <gasps> you should be glad I don't kill you where you stand, but Pa. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't want to hear sorry. I want you to know that you're not so soft as to let someone go like that again. Disgusting. If you can't prove to me that you're willing to do what it takes, I won't go easy on you next time. The massive doors of the old stone church swing open, announcing the arrival of a lean and shifty cat, who quickly runs over to the tomb. Arrival! Bird cats have arrived and wish to offer several highly valuable foods in exchange for a rune. Perfect timing. Send them in. I'll do the rune myself. The tan cat scampers off and Bud Cat is left to shakily attempt to stand up. His side is still burning. The wound could easily be banished in heels and only leave a scar. But Bugcall's clan believes that medcats are a waste of resources. The injury will most likely become infected and render him unable to hunt for a few days. Just as he stands, the cat returns. He enters with a beautiful black cat who bears a crow on her shoulders. Welcome to our humble Thank you, kind sir. We heed your greeting. If you be kind, please hear our wishes. We ask that you enchant this airing so we may give you these fine dishes. Going straight to business, are we? Surely we can chat a little bit. Umber grimaces, unable to stand the ideas of any more time than necessary with these savages. 
I'd love to go, but my master asked. And can you please stop speaking in verse before I tie your tongue in a knot? Yes, I would love to visit for a bit, but my master has asked that I be back as quickly as possible because she needs the earring so very soon. Don't worry, she'll have it in no time. Now let's see what fine meals you've brought us. Okay, I have a small pouch full of rainbow honey, Ursus slices, and a bit of special spice. Mm. A fine selection. Now let me have that earring. What exactly did you want? She wanted that rune that could escalate her charm and ability to manipulate those around her. Could you do that? Easy. Death Star takes the earring, which is dwarfed by his massive paw. He carefully carves very small into its side, and emits a soft glow. Within minutes, the enchantment is complete, and he hands it to Corvus. All right, you get to go. <sighs> Thank God. Umber and Corvus turn to leave. In a separate way, that Sir places his paw on Umber's shoulder, stopping her in her place and making her jump and chuck. Ah! What are you doing? The raven is allowed to leave, but you... Umbra shakes in fear, absolute terror in her eyes. She tries to bolt, only to be pushed down in the head by Darkstar's cruel and sharp claws. Seeing the horrors in front of him, Corvus flies down, attempting to attack and push away Deathstar. Deathstar easily brings him to the floor, laughing at his feeble attempt. If you live away right now with the earring, I might just not personally pluck and eat your disgusting little body. To emphasize his point, that Sir Claws of Corvus is right now tearing out almost half the feathers, erecting a cry of excruciating pain. Go, Corvus, you'll die if you stay. Leave you, I cannot. You want a friend? <laughs> you just couldn't help yourself, could you? No matter. We just have to hope this one can walk after what happens. Death Stone. Coolly, blood dripping down his mold. Now, Bookpa, isn't this the perfect opportunity for your cool to... But, but I, I don't really... I don't care if it makes you uncomfortable or makes you feel sick. If you want to be a wimp, go ahead and be one after. But right now, you need to be proving your faith or else. <laughs> Fine. And that's a wrap. Thank you for listening to episode two. Wow. That was kind of wacky, wasn't it? That was really wacky tacky. I don't know. A lot of stuff happened. Like, oh my gosh, I feel bad for these poor kitties and the poor crow. Yeah, seriously. That's terribly funny. sad. Ah, but what is one to do? We'll have to wait and see what happens in the next episode, I guess. Wait, what happens next? I what happens? Know. Who knows? Maybe maybe they should keep listening. If you, listening. you probably should keep listening. You know, keep listening. Listen now. Listen. Listen. Yeah. Listen or else. Don't stop. Keep listening. Listen to all the other episodes. If you don't listen, then shame on you. Mm-hmm. You deserve, like, a slapping. So, yeah, go listen now. Bye. This episode's over. Bye. <laughs>